0: Hi, and welcome again to Concepts for Living. Well, in the midst of these unprecedented times, I'm so glad that we have a word from the Lord. Concepts for living, biblical principles for contemporary living. Yes, even in the midst of this crisis, my message theme is speaking to how we have to behave in the midst of this crisis. What is my theme? Capitalize on the crisis. This passage clearly represents a time of historic crisis in the experience of the Israelite people. 400 years of captivity and slavery is about to end. There's a message from the Lord that time is up, Moses is in place, the situation, the conditions are ripe and ready for major change. I hope if nothing else, through this word, someone who is listening, observing, watching, that you will come to the point of discovering that this for you today can mark the end of a time of bondage slavery and a time of freedom and liberty so stay tuned i go on to say that this book was written by moses it's the second book of the bible but its primary theme is please don't miss this redemption by the blood redemption by the blood God's in the business of redeeming no matter what the condition no matter how bad the situation God is in the business of redeeming he brings redemption in an extraordinary time. And that is when we're at our worst. I want to believe that it's no coincidence (laughs) that we are facing one of the world's worst crises in our lifetime. Conditions that are testing the extent of our natural resources and our personal resolve. It's a global crisis. I want to believe it's no coincidence that we are in the situation that we're in today. God said his eyes go to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong on behalf of those whose hearts are before him. So then notice in spite of all of our modern advances in science and technology, we are yet in a position of dire need. In the words of Charles Dickens you might be acquainted with this particular novel, Charles Dickinson Dickson, uh, Dickens, excuse me, wrote "The Tale of Two Cities." The tale of two cities writing concerning the conditions in London and in Paris in the year 1859 listen to what he says he says it was the best of times and it was the worst of times the best of times and the worst of times I think this is an apt description of our day. With all of our advances, we're still in the worst of times. But you and I can experience the best out of the worst. Only God can do that. And so, I think it's no coincidence that also our crisis comes at a time Palm Sunday, Palm Sunday, the Sunday in the Christian calendar when Jesus presents himself and claims to be King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Jesus comes and he presents himself as the savior of the world. It was a crisis then. It was a crisis in Moses' day and it's a crisis in our day. This Palm Sunday can mark the change in your life from bondage to freedom, from captivity to liberty. It all can happen for you today, even through this word. So I want to believe it's a setup that God might bring even now, liberty and freedom to those who have been bound throughout their lives. So, stay with me. I'm certain that God is speaking to us in uncertain terms, in no uncertain terms. I believe God is saying some things. Look around you. Look what's happening in our world. Look at the shift. It's never been so quiet, our streets have never been so empty. Come on now, something's happening. God has called the attention of the world to the major issue, and the major issue that this world has forgotten their God. We can let bondage blind us to the extent that God is still God. He is still the ruler yet. And so, you'll notice that God is speaking through this crisis. And our wise move would be to capitalize on the crisis. You may not want to believe it, but industrialists and entrepreneurs are already in the midst of capitalizing on the crisis. Oh, yes, trying to make some profit out of the situation and really In business, it's nothing wrong with that, that's business. But then what about you and I? We are facing the same crisis. The question is, can we capitalize on the crisis? Well, as always, we have three points to this message. One the speech God is talking. Two the sign then three, the salvation. Stay tuned. You'll be blessed further through this message. I want to tell somebody this morning in the midst of your dark crisis God's got a word for you and the word is that when you thought you have stopped and had no other way of moving forward God says I'm going to cause you to capitalize on your crisis and you're gonna start moving now in new freedoms. New liberties. I'm coming at midnight. But I want you to get ready to leave town. After 400 years of bondage, get ready to leave town. Some people have been living in bondage for 30, 40, 50, 60, and more years. But I bring word to you today. And the word I'm bringing to you is that regardless of how long it's been, God. Is getting ready to bring you out of your bondage. God's getting ready to do it because if you keep reading God says that they were to take the blood and put it on the doorposts. Put the blood on the doorposts. The two posts. The vertical posts. And then I want you to put the blood on the lintel which is at the top and so when you look at that, you're asking, well, God, what are you saying? What are you, what are you telling me to do? God is saying, I want you to move into a new level because I'm getting ready to cause you to use a sign. So the speech is followed by a sign. And what is the sign? The sign is that you are to put the blood on the post and on the lintel Lord help me Jesus and when you put the blood on the lintel and on the doorpost you're really going to be saying something you're saying something you see what a lot of folk don't realize is that when those Israelites who were serving the God of Abraham Isaac and Jacob the God who brought them thus far they reached a point in Egypt where they decided that we're going to take on the gods of Egypt and of all things the deity that Egypt looked to was a lamb (laughs) I'm gonna say it again they were in Egypt so long that they took on the ways of Egypt and they began to serve the God of the Egyptians that's why God said when I come I'm going to deal even with those gods so that they will know just how helpless they are and so they were serving these gods but now under this new information that God is getting ready to move in our city God's getting ready to move in our country God's getting ready to move in our lives in a new way So now the people are beginning to get the message. This is liberation time. This is time when I've got to be uh, ready for emancipation. I'm getting ready to leave. And so notice what's happening. God has them to put the blood of a lamb. What is that saying to the Egyptians? You're killing our God. You are taking the blood of that lamb and you're putting it on the doorpost. And when they did it, it was a sign to the Egyptians that we are not serving that God anymore and that we renounce our allegiance to that God. There's some people right now who've been serving the wrong gods. And you need also to put a sign out and let the sign speak to those gods and says, as of what I have heard today, as of what I have received in my spirit today, I am turning my back on all of those other gods. Sometimes it's the God of finance. Sometimes it's the God of prestige. Sometimes it's a a pride and everything else that goes on in our world. You know what I'm talking about. You know the gods, small G gods. But now they're saying we renounce it. So the pillars in view of the Egyptians, they're getting the message. We're leaving. We renounce serving your gods. But then there's also the blood to be put on the lintel. When you read these two chapters, 11 and 12 of Exodus, you'll see that everything I'm telling you is so. The reason why you put it on the lintel is because the lintel is now speaking to God. You've spoken to the world, now you're speaking to God. And you are speaking to the eternal God. You're speaking to Jehovah and you're saying to Jehovah, I'm expediating. I'm expediating. In other words, I want to make amends. I want to adjust my behavior. And so God, I want you to look up here on our mantle, on our lintel. And on the lintel, you will see that we are telling you, we're sorry. We're telling you, we are turning to you. We're telling you we're leaving other gods. It was in view for God. The blood above, the blood above is to be seen by the God that is above. And so the adjustment is made. I like what William Smith. The author of the great dictionary, Smith's Dictionary, Smith's Theological Dictionary, if you please. Listen to what he says, and I quote Jesus Himself was that paschal lamb, the spiritual Passover. In other words, Jesus was the lamb in type. The lamb was only a type of what Jesus would do. That's why when they were to kill the lamb, they could not break the lamb's legs. But out of the lamb, they had to use the blood. Because the blood represents sin cleansing. The blood represents that which God uses to make us pure again. What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood. Of Jesus and so it was a type of Jesus in fact Paul puts it rather emphatic he says in first Corinthians chapter 5 verse 7 and 8 he says Christ is our Passover somebody needs to know that it's Passover time I mean, it's Passover time on our religious calendar, but it's also Passover time in our lives. It's Passover time in my life. It's Passover time in your life to the extent that the Lamb of God, Jesus, on Palm Sunday comes to town and offers himself as the savior of the world. And they rejected him. In fact, they vehemently rejected him. But nevertheless, the Bible says he came unto his own, and his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. Capitalize on your crisis and discover that even in the midst of your crisis, God can show salvation. So we have the speech, then we have the sign. Now we have salvation, salvation. This is what the word of the Lord is. The Lord said, put the blood on the doorpost, put the blood on the lintel. And when I see the blood, I'll pass over. Oh, my friend. The greatest thing that you can do today is to become blood covered. The greatest thing that you can aspire to the greatest capitalization that you can make today is to become blood covered. I didn't say rich. I didn't say a bigger house or or some other earthly thing, but I'm saying Get covered. Let the blood of Jesus cover you and Jesus will cover you because he shed his blood for you and for me. Those two posts represented the cross that also had the vertical and the horizontal. The cross of Jesus is where we find the blood it's on the doorposts for when they pierced him in his side the bible says out of his side flowed blood and water salvation is the only way so with you with all of your situation with all of your crises, the best way to capitalize, the best thing that can come out of this is that you find salvation. So no matter what you've done, no matter how low you have gone, it's time for you to get ready to leave town, to leave that old life, to leave that old lifestyle to come out of bondage and come into divine redemption and salvation. Well, as you capitalize on this crisis, I know you're going to come out with more than you have ever had. God is going to make you better, stronger, wiser in the midst of these crises as we are in social distancing, we are in shelter in place. Our families can be better. Our community shall be better. God is using this crisis also to capitalize on what He wants to bring out of our lives. And so, as you capitalize on the crisis, may God bless you and yours.